one of my most memorable memories is um, playing lacrosse for Coach Tuma. We were playing Durham Academy, our arch rival at the time, and um, we were at their place, and, and we had played a, a decent game and, and lost. And I, um, in a lapse of judgment, sort of casually tossed my lacrosse stick. And um, I, I look over, and Coach Tuma is sprinting, um, as he rarely does, in my direction. And uh, I knew I had sort of stepped in it at that point. And he, he grabbed me by the face mask, and he said, you know, you, you played a hard game. Keep your head up. You're not going to win every one. And uh, uh, that's just stayed with me for forever. You, you're going to lose, and you got to figure out how to do that graciously and move forward. And um, that's just always stuck with me. Coach Tuma is often the person that I, I put my um, Country Day annual fund contribution in his name. Coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about the power of the Alumni Council here at Country Day and all the great work it does. Uh, we're going to talk with Matt McCauley, class of 2001, who is our current president of the Alumni Council, and then talk to a couple of our committee chairs, Sebastian Eckberg, class of 06, and Lance Toppin, our current student, class of 23. Welcome to the Power of Country Day Story, a chance for Charlotte Country Day alumni to connect with school happenings, traditions, friends, and future relationships. Just another way to keep in touch with the Office of Alumni Relations. Now, here's our friend, coach and director of alumni relations here at our school, your host, Drew Whitman. Today's guest is Matt McCauley, Country Day Class of 2001. Matt has jumped back in for his second year as president of the Alumni Council. And on today's podcast, we'll be highlighting the roles and responsibilities of the council and the great work ahead for the 2022-2023 school year. Matt, uh, as a new director of alumni here, man, at Country Day, I'm grateful to have a guy like you, you know, to kind of hang hang my hat on with and, and uh, you know, get, get into this thing. So um, <clears throat> I appreciate you being back on here for another year. Uh, you know, the, the two meetings we've had so far have been awesome, very engaging. Uh, you know, one of my hardest, one of my biggest growth points is to listen a little bit more and not try to do everything myself. So um, appreciate your help and guidance on this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like it's a, an important thing to give back to Country Day. I feel especially fortunate to have, have been a lifer here. Uh, both brothers were lifers. Um, it's it's afforded me a tremendous amount of opportunity and really made me who I am uh, in a, in a lot of ways. A lot of the relationships I've built, friendships, relationships with teachers. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I'm just incredibly thankful to the school and the people. And that's a big part of why I give back. It also, you know, creates community, um, personal and professional growth comes of it as well. Um, but, but at the end of the day, it's, I think everybody has an internal desire to give back and it's a great cause to do it for. Talk a little bit about that growth as a quote volunteer here. What did that growth look like in terms of how you got involved and, Obviously, we, you know, we know about your kind of past here at Country Day, but now that next chapter, getting involved in, what did that growth look like? Yeah, sure. So um, my parents were always heavily involved. My mom volunteered everything from taking pictures of track practice to, uh, you know, capital campaigns and, and some of the heavier lifting. So I felt, always felt it was um, an important thing to get involved with ever since graduating college. I served on the 
annual fund alumni committee basically since graduating and then was asked to lead it in or co-lead it in 2018 and co-led it again in 2019 and then 2021 was asked to be president of the alumni council and I'm doing that again this year. So it's been an evolution and I think our biggest challenge is to continue to evolve, continue to come up with new ideas that um, engage alumni and, and create that connectivity throughout the very large alumni base that we have. No doubt. And, you know, the little town that I've been involved in it, I just, I've noticed obviously the high energy that people have for it. And, you know, Matt, how do we keep that going? I want to make in this role, I want to make this, this council something that people want to be on. They feel energy out of just like you're talking, right? Just to let everyone on there get something out of it individually, uh, obviously we're getting something out of it as a school and alumni base, but, um, talk a little bit about the structure of the council and, and what it's made up of. Yeah, I think ultimately, um, all of the people on the council are leaders within their class and their age group. Um, it's made up of nine standing committees that are designated towards certain segments of the alumni population. Uh, we're trying to come up with new ideas, whether it's related to alumni weekends or career connectivity days um, where, where there's speaking panels, um, you know, various luncheons, speaking engagements, um, whatever we can do to continue to evolve and think of new ideas that benefit the alumni as well as, um, you know, the, the current students. You know, Hayes Ashcraft is now leading the Country Day Fund for the alumni portion and, um, we brought him on with Drew's help, who was a classmate, and, um, you know, getting to know Hayes better. I live one block from him. You know, he's got young kids, and we have young kids. And so, you know, that's a, a personal connection that we'll continue to, to cultivate going forward. Um, I think it just generally connects people. You learn about others that you wouldn't ever see or, or know. Um on the council, it, it's just, you know, we meet several times a year and um, you get to develop those personal relationships. But I think that goes into the bigger picture of what we're doing. I think we, you ran into that. I run into it all the time is when you have those opportunities to meet people on campus with the country day being the reason you're there, you just, you never know. And that's where you never know when you can connect with somebody and find out something that, you know, you have in common. And that's what we're trying to do ultimately is, Find those avenues to get people connected and find those personal professional connections that, you know, can last a lifetime. Yeah. Lean on the community to, to you know, make it the best that it can be uh, for both you and, and for the community. Yeah. Talk a little bit about how to get involved. I mean, what do people want to do? You know, if they listen to this and they say, hey, I want to help. I mean, what are the different levels of involvement that they can go through? Yeah, it can be as simple as uh, making calls in the spring for the Country Day Fund, which is a, a tremendously important aspect of the Alumni Council and, and that effort. Um, the Country Day Fund represents about 5% of the operating budget. It, it pays the teachers. It keeps the lights on. It's not um, buying new iPads for every student. You know, it's, it's a, it's, it keeps tuition down. It provides an opportunity for people to, to have a tax write-off that can afford it to help out the people that um, are, are less fortunate. Um, ultimately, that comes to about $1,000 per student, if you think about 5%. So somebody is making up that 
difference for each student. You know, for me, I, I'm sort of an organizer, cheerleader, driving accountability, trying to get people to think outside the box and um, see what we can do differently each year to, to continue to make it exciting. Around the time of year it is right now, there's the, you know, with the holiday season coming up, the trip to the head's house with the gingerbread and the, the tree decoration. Um, do you remember that at all? I'm not sure we did that. Really? Did it, or did, did I miss that? Did you do it? We did it. Yeah. It, it, so Mark, I researched this today. Margaret Gregg started in 1992 and I, I'm sure it looked different way, way back when, but, um, but we would go over there and in Al Pierman, who is still teaching in our lower school PE, he has become the man and he sings Christmas carols or holiday carols. And, um, it's really become this tradition. And now with the head's house, no longer being the head's house, when we have the property across the street, it's going to look a little different, but, yeah. um, Margaret Greg Bissell, uh, started it 1992. Uh, so this is the 30th year of it. We kind of begin our, our sort of set of holiday traditions. We have concerts as we go through the next three weeks. We have plays, but one holiday tradition that's happened every year for decades, and I'm already getting pressure from the lower school students because they're all excited, is they get to come to the house, which is decorated, and we will bus the students over to the new house across the street on Carmel, and we will have them class by class come in. They all get a gingerbread cookie, which they're already talking about. And they will sing songs and they will get to put decorations on the tree. And then from what I hear, the most exciting part is they get to take the bus back across the street to the lower school. And so they will spend an hour or so class by class by class. And this goes all day. And so my day next Wednesday is ahead of school. My primary responsibility is to hand out over 1,000 gingerbread cookies to students at my home. Go figure. Wasn't in my contract, but a pretty cool day. What are your favorite traditions at Country Day? I love the all-school convocation. That's been a tradition. So I love that tradition of pulling the whole school together, especially with the seniors walking the JK members. Um, what other traditions? I love Spirit Week tradition, which has been happening since I think some of these kids' parents have done this, which is a great tradition. It gets the kids kind of a chance to be with all their classmates and just have fun for the week and, you know, just something non-academic to look forward to. Uh, probably Spirit Week. Yeah, it's just a lot of fun, and you get to, like, miss a few days of school. So it's pretty awesome. Um, Probably Spirit Week, Um, I guess because, you know, it brings the whole community together and stuff, and everyone just has a good time. I think that my favorite tradition is probably the lower school Halloween parade. Um, I just really like seeing all the upper school kids get so excited when the little kids walk by and how excited the little kids are um, to see the big kids excited for them. Uh, traditions. Um, you know, I think the... Um I think the Halloween parade is one that sticks out in everybody's mind. It's, it's unforgettable. 
Um, I remember when Miss Chapman retired, Chappie, mm-hmm. who wore the white lab coat. Yep. Um, she was beloved by all, and to see everybody come out and support her, and you know, really authentic, joyous send off. Um, I remember that being very special and just indicative of how closely knit the school is and how much they support one another. In my time, Chappie, she had. She kind of served in uh, substitute, and but she was in the library, and her and Mr. Kelly were the two best bouncers a library could ever ask for. <laughs> no one wanted to do anything wrong with those two that were, you know, would throw you out. Um, you did not want to be on Mr. Kelly's bad no. side. Yeah, Matt, man, I can't thank you enough. One, for being on this podcast and sharing a little bit about yourself with our community and the importance of the council, but two, your help with me and, and getting into this gig and uh, really, really making this place better, even though we both probably think it's about as good as it gets, we always know it can be better. And uh, there's a lot of people, a lot of kids that are going to benefit from the work, man. And I really appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Um, you've been an awesome addition to um, the leadership of the Alumni Council and Alumni Connectivity. You bring a, a unique competitive nature to the effort, and it's um, it's refreshing and exciting. listening to the power of country day story with your host drew whitman a production of the podcast journalism class with kick at charlotte country day today's guest is sebastian eckberg class of 2006 sebastian has joined us as the global chair uh, for our alumni council in a newly created position and we're excited to have him involved as a parent uh, and also um, the husband of a, of a teacher here, and we want him to tell us a little bit about himself and uh, and talk through kind of why he got involved at Country Day. Thank you for having me. Super excited to be on here and, and to be helping out with the Alumni Council. Um, kind of some of my backstory, I moved to the U.S. in 99. Uh, before that, I had lived in a couple of different countries. I had lived in Sweden and Ecuador and Chile, South Africa, England. Um we moved here. It was a bit of a culture shock and uh, went to a school in South Carolina and then eventually for high school, came over to Country Day. Um, I think along the way, my parents realized that they wanted me to be in a school that had a good kind of international presence, at least as part of their mission. Uh, Country Day definitely stood out. Um, so I joined Country Day as a high schooler, uh, had some fun years here and and definitely it was a it was a good time. Um, graduated in two thousand six, just like Drew said. Uh, went to school down in Miami, and then uh, shortly thereafter, ended up moving back to Charlotte. Uh, lived in D.C. for a while, came back, and uh, had two little ones, and one of them is now at Country Day. Uh, and just kind of, you know, to make a long story short, with that having a little kid now go- coming to Country Day has kind of. You get the exposure a lot more at Country Day. Like you're you're coming to the Country Day events and you're coming to the football games. Like my son loves going to football games, basketball games, literally everything that probably I didn't do when I was in high school here. Um, and just wanting to kind of okay, I'm here so often. I want to kind of get involved and see how this thing is is kind of moving along. So, um, you know, and talking to Drew, uh, got more involved in the alumni council, and it's been it's been really interesting. It's been great. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited. It really kind of happened 
uh, very quickly uh, in conversations. And actually, Sebastian, you were on campus that day and we just kind of <laughs> connected about it. And, uh, you know, for me and my vision for the alumni council, that's something, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, I have no real I don't know much about with the international world. You know, I went to college in Kansas city and that was a world away for me. Um, you know, before that we didn't really do much. So, uh, having that insight. And then when you see the, um, and you meet the young people here at country day, and even when you and I were here, but how much is ex- it's yeah. expanded, um, the footprint we have with our current students and obviously now with our alumni, you know, we hope to grow it. So really excited, um, really excited for you to jump on that. And, Kind of, kind of dive into um, where you see the importance of this networking, um, whether it's in the global aspect of it or just in general, right? A big push for us in the council is the networking. Uh, and obviously, you're going to be really hardworking at um, the global piece. But just some, some thoughts on networking in general and that importance as an alum uh, for our current students and, and recent graduates. Yeah, no, I, I definitely... I, I kind of view networking kind of in two different facets, right? So moving around a lot, um, each time we moved to a new country, we had kind of a tendency to compartmentalize within each country that we were living in and really kind of expand the network because it, it is really just expand your network or, you know, I mean, that's how you're going to build, you know, figure out how to do things and how things work in that local area, et cetera. Um, but then coming to, to thinking about it from like an alumni perspective, we have alumni that move abroad. Um, we have a ton of international programs at Country Day. It's actually really impressive. Why are we not connecting those two? You know, and then from that, like, you know, we also have alumni that are going to be moving abroad who are interested in working in different different uh, countries or different situations. We have, uh, you know, students that are about to become alumni that may be going to a school in a different country, a university in a different country. Um, and making those connections with alumni that already live there and kind of, I, I think it just enriches the entire process, but then also like, so that's one piece. And then the other piece is, you know, your career as you know, right now, you know, high school, lower school, middle school, high school is 12 years of your life, but such a small piece of it. Right. And we do such a great job at country day at launching us into you know, our undergraduate careers or graduate careers, but then there's more to life after that. Um, and networking is such a huge component of it. And you have this fantastic rich network at Country Day. So, you know, why don't we, why don't we expand that more and, and, and really make it connect more? That's awesome. I think, um, you know, you and I sat down with, uh, with David Lynn as director of our international studies. We sat down with his group, um, their international club, and I know, I think you felt the same thing. There's a lot of really strong, power, you know, powerful personalities for high school kids in there that, that really wanted to do, to jump into what we had to, to talk about. Uh, we thought we were just there hanging out, but, um, you know, we talked a little bit about that power of connection and they really uh, jumped onto that. And I think from your point, and, and you can build on this, is we look at the con- the world of networking at Country Day, sometimes in our own little bubble, and how difficult it can be when you really know somebody, but now, you know, look at someone who's coming halfway across the world to go to school and, and how much more we can double down on that efforts to make that uh, even more uh, effective for them. Absolutely. No. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a, a big component of it. And, and let me just say on that, that, that group, David Lynn's group is, uh, 
that was super inspiring to just be in there. I, I left that room very motivated. I, I think it's it's awesome just seeing how quickly and and happy everybody was to just mobilize and and you know an initiative is thrown out there and everybody's just attacking it, which was which was really cool. But you know, from that you have all these international trips, just as we were talking about, and and yeah, like let's you know building that network internationally would be so much more useful because. Um, you're coming to a new place. You've got a country day student out there. Um, makes it easier. Yeah, that's spot on. I mean, and it it doubles down too on the efforts that we want to put into overall current student connection with our alumni. And we saw it in real time to your point, Sebastian, of how quickly they jumped onto that energy as current students. And we lived it and we were sitting there knowing this is a no brainer that we need to involve our current students more with our alumni and vice versa. Uh, I, I believe value uh, is just an invite away. And there's a lot of people, including yourself, that if they feel it and they see it, uh, you know, would love to get involved more. And so, you know, that's that's more to come on that with opportunities to connect um, yeah. and to be a part of the council. To be honest, I think that's a big push for us. So let me jump into this one. We um, I asked the, the alumni council a question um, and I wanted I want to kind of hear your thoughts on it and. I said beyond connection, because I think that's what we're all on the council to do is to connect with each other and to connect uh, our alumni back to our current students. But what will make, I asked, what will make this year amazing for you? Yeah, no, that was a, that was a great question. And, and I, I think that kind of sparked some really good commentary in that meeting. Um, I mean, for me, a big piece of it is, you know, we have our core kind of local alumni, right? And they get to experience and live it every day, um, especially alumni that are parents, right? But then you, you know, you go regional and then beyond that kind of what lands kind of in my scope would be your global alumni and getting those connected and actually figuring out who is out there and how can we get them involved? Even if it's just a point of contact, like that, that would make it great for me, right? That I, from my perspective, that ends up being a success because we've expanded to just, we're, we're past that regional, we're past like US, we're we're kind of we're connecting everybody kind of and we have the means now right um so pretty excited about that well you know <clears throat> to wrap that piece up more to come um from some work that we're doing with a, an international student of our own here uh in the efforts of collecting data for a lack of a better word but it, to make sure that we know where everybody is and, you know especially with our young alumni you get out of college you, you get rid of your college email address well we need to know that you got rid of that college email address <laughs> because we want to connect with you uh in the right ways right with a good balance and just knowing where people are is a huge asset to um not just us in the in the advancement office but to our kids to our current students and our alumni that um would would just love to connect if that was an opportunity for them. So more to come on that. Uh, but as we wrap up, Sebastian, one more question. Let's bring it back to our days at Country Day. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's many, uh, but oh, what, what's one of your favorite memories on, uh, memories on campus here as a student? Um, and, you know, what are some things early on as a parent that have that have been a highlight for you as well? Yeah, I, I think actually uh, for me, my favorite memory, and I'll say this and I, you know, time and time again, it was the evolution of the student body from freshman year to senior year. Freshman year, we, we all kind of came in and there was kind of little groups of friends from middle school. I was kind of in the group of uh, incoming students, right? But then by senior year, I just felt like we were one one unit, right? And that was so cool to see, um, 
you know, it's a, I, I would say that's definitely been my favorite piece. And I look to my son's class. He's a first grader. My daughter is junior kindergartner. And I think what great opportunity they have to be able to do that from junior kindergarten all the way to 12th grade, right? Like the, these bonds are amazing that they're going to be able to have. And, you know, going back to the, in, to the initial point, why lose those mm-hmm. at 12th grade, right? That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Sebastian, appreciate you jumping onto this, man. Um, Absolutely. Again, you know, we're excited to launch this podcast and and to bring on as many alums as possible, especially the ones that are working here uh, close to our uh, current students. So be on the lookout for some work that Sebastian and the council are doing. Uh, We're excited to bring everybody into the fold. I'm with Lance Toppin, who was a student representative on the Alumni Council. So Lance, what's your role on the Alumni Council? Uh, hi, so my role on the Alumni Council is I am a student representative. So I basically just sit in on the meetings and provide a perspective of the current Country Day students. Okay, and how do you feel about graduating this year and moving on to alumni status? I'm excited. I mean, I've been at Country Day since second grade, and so... You know, I've got to see the school change in many ways. I've got to change in many ways because of the school. And so um, being able to be an alumni and look back and, you know, see how the school develops in the future will be exciting. And why do you think it's important for students to stay connected to their alma mater, Country Day? Uh, I think Country Day is a really special place that has influenced who we are as people. And we know it has the power to do that for other people as well. So as adults and as alumni, we can um, help ensure that the school continues to do what it did for us. Thanks for listening to The Power of Country Day Story with your host, Drew Whitman. I'm your producer, Tiana Miller, and you can keep in touch with Drew Whitman at drew.whitman at charlottecountryday.org. That's Drew Dot Whitman at charlottecountryday.org.